Hi guys, it's Tamara. It's Ina. And welcome to the second episode of Dose of Us. So today we're going to do um, a study done by a psychologist who wanted to explore intimacy between mm-hmm. strangers by having them ask each other a specific series of personal questions. And it's called 36 Questions to Fall in Love. But we're going to do it in our version where it's like falling in love with our best friend. Yeah. So, should we begin? Let's do it. All right. So, the first question is going to be... I'm so nervous. I know you too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Zyna, if you can invite anyone in the world to dinner, who would it be? (laughs) Anyone in the world, I would say... My mom and dad. Hmm. Do you have to pick one person? No. Uh, I, no, it's fine. You can do two. No, I would pick one. Okay, I would say my dad only because he just has so much to say. <laughs> and I want to get to know him more on a personal level in regards to his childhood mm-hmm. and how he grew up. Because I don't really know much of him in that way. Okay. What would you say? I would say Meghan Markle, just because, um, you know the whole, what she's going through right now, where, or was it, I don't don't even know the correct, England, the royal family, Mm -hmm. Uh, the country doesn't really approve, I guess, of her being marrying into the royal family, so, and she's been, like, dealing with a lot of that, and she's still, like, being strong through all of it, and, um, I don't know, I think she just is a really influential and strong woman that you know be awesome to sit down and talk to her and pick her brains and that's a good one yeah because she literally was a just a normal person and yeah. now she was yeah became part of the royal family yeah like how does anyone deal with that yeah and well she was also an actress on i think the show suits so oh was but, she yeah she was so i think i don't know it's just that whole like transition into just being an actress royalty and, yeah. and now in front of like the public eye mm-hmm. it's crazy like, even more so yeah that's a good one yeah i really love her and she's super pretty so <laughs> okay so the next question would be would you like to be famous and in what way no why i don't think so only maybe just a little bit <laughs> not see if i were to become famous mm-hmm. i feel like I would want to do it in a way where it's, like, something where I'm helping others do Mm -hmm. something. But not to the extreme where it's, like, too public, like, Kim Kardashian or, like, Paris Hilton. Only because, like, you rarely get privacy. Yeah, I feel like... I like my privacy. Yeah, I feel like it's a toll on the individual. But, I mean, my my answer is pretty much the same thing. No. Yeah. Yeah. Simple no. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool, like, you know, for a few days, and then then, it, then I don't... I don't, I wouldn't want it to have it be long-term. No. Ooh, but do you remember the, um, <laughs> the video of my phone dropping? And then it got... It went viral. Oh! Yeah, that was, like, my brief moment of fame for, like, a few days, and then it died down. But. That was legit. I was like, oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, I was, I'm on YouTube and Kill Salad, and everyone's talking about... That's legit. Yeah. Like, you really just went to a Twitter viral right there. Yeah, and then now no one cares about me, so. No. How'd it feel? How'd you feel? I felt, like, 
um, I think when I was reading through the comments, I can understand what, when celebrities get kind of like stressed or how it could have a negative, I don't know, toll on someone because there are all these comments that are like talking about my nails. Like it was like super, it was like, it's obviously something I shouldn't be like, you know, I shouldn't care about, but like everyone's talking yeah. shit about my nails and like saying I did, I dropped my phone for, you know clout and for views and I'm just like no if I'm just, I'm just naturally clumsy and no. I can't but I yeah so I didn't really I didn't respond to any of them but I was Good. just it was frustrating because they're saying all these assumptions and rumors and stuff but they're not true so I can understand why it sucks to like be famous and like, I mean obviously that's like a much smaller scale but <laughs> you didn't just spend like a thousand or so dollars yeah. just to drop your phone yeah fucking assholes like you're just naturally clumsy yeah aren't we <laughs> all just like, you yeah and that's my phone funny, and, yeah everyone who cares about my phone my phone is fine honestly like it's a great phone and I love it and there's no scratches but yeah twitter famous check yeah. that off the bucket list yeah <laughs> okay um next one would be before making a telephone call do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why not like scripted Mm -hmm. but yeah I do think of what I'm gonna say I feel like we all do yeah I think of what to say but actually no when I'm at work I definitely do kind of like at least plan out what I'm gonna say if it's a meeting well yeah a meeting or whatever Mm -hmm. because I don't want to like waste their time stutter right. if I'm stuttering and like finding what I want to say um but like if it's just like friends or even like a, making an appointment with a doctor or like something mm-hmm. super casual they don't, don't really bother yeah but like it definitely won't work if I don't want to like waste I'm sure they don't I don't sh- I'm sure they don't want to waste my time and vice versa so exactly yep all right what would constitute a perfect day for you spending time with my family mm-hmm whether we're like just at a restaurant eating mm-hmm. or watching a movie, playing a game together. I just think as long as we're together, that would be a good day for us. Yeah. Um, what would mine be? I would say um, basically waking up not tired or hungover. That's a very important thing for me because oftentimes... When on the week on the weekends, I'm supposed to just relax. I wake up hungover, and it's a terrible way to start the day. So just being fresh um, in the morning, mm-hmm. and then you know doing errands and getting all my responsibilities and priorities done um, is probably. And then you know after getting all that done, just relaxing in bed and binging on shows on Netflix and just not doing shit, knowing that I done everything I possibly can I need to do in the day and just you know relaxing afterwards I'm not I'm not a big like ugh, active person so yeah. that's my just getting all the things you need to do yeah done yeah well maybe sometimes a hike a hike if I could throw a hike in there that'd that be cool too that is exactly John's answer really the first thing he said was going on a hike in the morning and then yeah. just relaxing. spending time with you relaxing Oh, John's her boyfriend, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know who that is, but yeah. We'll try to get him in here. Yeah. Eventually. It's like pulling teeth with him, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that's a good day. Yeah. When did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? Last sing? John and I were singing this morning. 
we are singing, well, humming, because we don't know Japanese. Mm-hmm. We are humming um, the intro song for Demon Slayer, this anime. My goodness. I've, I've like, heard so, I literally just, last night, I just heard a conversation about Demon Slayer. Like, <laughs> with, with who? Like, with John, the, really? another John, and his friends, because they all uh-huh. watch anime. I'm like, holy shit, like, Dude, is it that good? we need to get them here, because John would, like, just, they would oh just be God. talking about Demon Slayer the whole time. I love that song, though, by the way. Oh, my goodness. You should listen to it. Yeah, I'm like, no, I don't think I can ever get into anime for some reason. No. I just don't, because even, like, even, like, animation, like, Pixar, and besides all the old Disney movies, like, I'm not really a huge Mm -hmm. animation person, so. But, I mean, the storyline's good, and there's a storyline of Demon Slayer. Oh, yeah. I liked it. John explained it. Mm -hmm. I haven't really fully watched it with him, but it sounded good. Oh, Okay. So when's the last be. time you sung to yourself? Um, oh, today in the car, driving here. <laughs> I don't know what I was... What were you singing? You were coming? Uh, I was... Uh, you know the song, when, when I See You by Fantasia? Oh my god. Do you was that on your iPod? Or? I, it was like literally the last time before I parked here. And it was like it was like a a, a playlist. A, sound, mm-hmm. a playlist on SoundCloud that someone made. It was like... It's called Simp Chronicles, Volume 3, by the way, if you guys want to check that out. But it's just, like, about, like, all these, like, throwback R&B songs, and, yeah. I love throwback R&B. That was a really good song, right? You remember that song, when right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song. Okay. It's a good song. Yeah. Okay. okay. If you're able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? I would say body. I don't think my mind would be fully developed at 30. That's true. Like, right now, I think... I would like to think I'm more of a conceptual thinker. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'd still have so much more to learn in regards to, like, my mindset. Yeah. And I for sure would love to have a body of a 30-year-old until I'm 90. Yeah. That's a hard one. Honestly, when I read this question, I don't really know. It's a good question. Do. Yeah. I really don't know. So I would have to pass, but... So you're 30 years old, right? Yeah. And so the last 60 years of your life, you get to choose whether you have the mind or a body of a 30-year-old. So you have to think about, would you want your mindset to be like a 30-year-old, or would you rather have their body? Mm. I still feel like I would have a mindset of a 30-year-old. Yeah? Because I feel like... Even when you're 30, like, even though you don't know everything, you still know a decent amount of things. And I just feel like you also just have a happier mindset, maybe? A younger mindset? But I really don't know. This is a hard question for me, so. It's a good question. Yeah. You'd be okay with your body aging, knowing all the things that that come along with old age? Like arthritis, mm. just like being slower. Maybe not then. I don't know. No. I like. I keep going back and forth to this question. No, same. When I first read that, I didn't I know like, either. I, like, I thought fuck? mine, but then, you know, it has like the old saying goes, like, as you get older, you get wiser. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have so much more to learn. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay, next question. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? I think... I would probably die in a car accident. I think that's the number one. <laughs> Don't look at is me it like because, that. Is it because you're always, like, in the car? No, well, that, well, maybe that. Maybe, like, I spent, like, 
yeah, because of like driving to work and everything and driving everywhere, I am always in the car. But I always feel like, not because, okay, it's not because I don't think, I don't think I'm a sh that bad of a driver, but like I'm just scared that like other people are going to hit me or something. Like sometimes mm -hmm. I'm just driving, I like imagine a car hitting me for some reason. <gasps> I do too. Right? Or like right behind, where I'm right behind a truck. Yeah. And it, they have like yeah. wood in there and it's yeah, kind of like final gonna... destination. Yeah, yeah. It's going to poke through the windshield yeah. and there yeah. you go. Yeah. I'm done. I'm always scared I'm going to die in a car. Whether it's a car accident or I'm just like not moving. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because I am just always in, a, in my car and I don't know. I think another one, another weird one is um, I always think I'm going to die in an elevator. So I've always <gasps> had to take an elevator up to my um, office. So I'm always scared it's just going to like, you know. Like get stuck there? Yeah. Or stuck in the just drop and all of a sudden. Oof. Yeah. What's yours? Um... I don't think I have a secret hunch. Maybe. Okay. Okay, now that I'm thinking about it more, mm -hmm. I feel like if I had a secret hunch about how I will die, it might be from being clumsy and, like, falling somewhere. <laughs> like, falling off a cliff, oh falling my off something. Oh that's my a God. really bad death. That is. That's just, like, but that's not often, a fast death either. But how often are you on a ledge or a cliff? Not very often, so you don't not have to worry about that, often. I guess. <laughs> True. But yeah, it's an irrational fear, maybe. I don't know. I'm afraid of heights, so I really hope <laughs> um, I don't fall off a cliff. I think you'll be fine. But that's that's your secret hunch that you have during my day? I think so. That's, that's really morbid. Okay, like, random question, though. If you were given the opportunity to know how you would die, would you want to know? Hell no. I wouldn't want to know either. Wait, no, but Do what I? if that meant, like, since you know... That could mean like you could prevent it. But but wouldn't what, what if that's just the set future? So whatever you know, okay, say like you already know how you're gonna die, and that future is already accounting for that you know that you know that you know that you're gonna how you're gonna die. So like it's gonna happen regardless. Yeah, it's gonna, regardless of no matter what you do, that's just that's just <laughs> that's just gonna <laughs> that's happen. Gonna happen. I would not want to know. I wouldn't want to know. Fuck that. No. no I think no, no. maybe I would want to know if I. Like, if I die in a good way. Do you... Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> or in, not like, like, not like a... In a tragic way. Yeah, yeah. Like, will you die peacefully? Yeah. But then what if it's... What if you... What if the answer is that you don't die peacefully and then you're just freaking out about it? So I guess the key is... So no. Yeah, no, I guess the key is to just not worry about the future and just live in the present. Exactly. Right? Okay. All right, Tam. So name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. Okay, we both care about our careers and where it takes us in the future um and we both have the same sense of humor we do yeah and i would say that we um we're very close to our families and i feel like we were raised similar in the same you know with the same we were raised with the same morals and mm -hmm. principles and ethics so that's why you know we get along really well yeah yeah it's a good answer Mm-hmm. So for my three things, I would say what we have in common is our caring nature, our mutual level, mutual love and respect for each other, and our drive to go after what we want. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's pretty similar. Yeah, I was thinking like, um, after seeing how some people are raised, I'm like so glad that like, you know, my parents raised me in the way they raised me, and mm -hmm. I'm glad that my friends are also. Well, the, my the people who I hang out there are also raised the same way. Mm -hmm. So, 
Yeah. No, totally agree. Yeah. So if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Uh, I would probably say I wish my parents pushed me harder to get a job in high school or at least make, made, like, made me do more things on my own. Um, I feel like that would have taught me you know, about responsibility, how to save money, how to manage money, and just how, about how to work hard for what you want. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one. How about you? For me, yeah. I had really strict parents growing up. So for me, what I wish would be different is that my parents would allow me to experience more things. Maybe just go out more. Mm-hmm. I feel like as I got older, though, I understood how why I understood why they were so strict and why they were the way they were. Yeah. I mean, coming here from the Philippines and not really knowing anyone, not knowing the culture and how different society is, you want to protect your kids, right? Yeah. You want to make sure that they're not harmed by anybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, nowadays it's so different. You can't just have your kids playing out in the courtyard without thinking someone's going to kidnap your kid. Yeah, it's way harder for us when we have kids. But yeah, I wish they allowed me to experience some more things, Um, but... I mean, Other than that, I yeah. respect why they were strict. Yeah, I wish I had a more stricter childhood, I would say. Mm-hmm. But, and it's always, it's just always hard to find that balance. So I give mad props to <clears> our <throat> parents. Well, yeah, well, you know, we you can okay. be the chain. <laughs> yeah. I turned out okay. Yeah, I think we turned out just okay. okay. <laughs> Despite everything. <laughs> Alrighty. So, okay, number 11 says take four minutes to tell your partner your life story oh, in as cute. much detail as possible. I think we could skip that. Yeah. I think we know each other's life story. Yeah, we don't need to know all that. <laughs> so if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, mm-hmm. what would it be? You can take this one first. Okay, if I could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, it would be... To not be as afraid of heights. What? <laughs> Why? I want to be able to ride roller coasters. <laughs> like we just went to Santa Cruz the other week with my whole family, uh-huh. and we had unlimited rides um, wristbands for Santa Cruz. Yeah. I only rode one, and it wasn't even a roller coaster. I think it was a baby roller coaster. So yeah, I wish I was not afraid of heights. I'm going to ride big roller coasters. Like the big girls and boys. Oh shit. I actually (laughs) am terrified of roller coasters too. Are you? Yeah, oh my god, I'm terrified. I never I never go on the roller coasters. I, I'm always the one that like kind of waits for everyone at the Me too! (laughs) And they're like, you're so lame. I know. Um, That's my quality. What would yours be? uh, Honestly, I really want to fly. I've had yeah. so many dreams where, like, literally all the dreams that I do remember, I'm all, I'm like, I'm flying all the time, <laughs> like in the sky or whatever, and it's like the greatest feeling. I don't know, I feel like that, and I heard that those kind of dreams represents like, confidence mm-hmm. and security with yourself, so I don't know, it'd be really cool to just have that power to fly, I don't know. No, it's a good one. Being, yeah. Being it's all. funny how our answers are in relation to... Or actually the opposite of, or the, our answers are pretty much 
in relation to our fear. You want to fly. I want to be able to ride roller coasters. Yeah, we're both afraid of heights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I'm afraid of heights, but I want to overcome it. Right? There's some people who are afraid of things and they don't want to overcome it. That's true. So if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, anything else, what would you want to know? Honestly, I don't think I would want to know just because, you know, yeah, like if the the chances were they say that I will be happy and I will have a good future, I will get married, you know, that, that's great. But what if they say you're not going to be happy, you're going to die alone and you're not going to have a good future? I don't want to be stressing out about that and knowing that, you know, going through the rest of my life knowing that I'm not going to be happy, then I'm not going to. I can't live in the present, so I would not want to mm-hmm. know. How are you? I would want to know if I'm happy, my family's happy in the end. Hmm. That's all I want to know. But I don't want to know any details. Yeah, actually, I think I maybe I, will, I would want to know if my family's happy and my loved ones are happy, but I don't think I want to know anything about myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Um, is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Huh. 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 Okay, so ever since I was little, I've always had kind of like a business mindset. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to open up some type of business, whether that's a restaurant, a shop, Mm -hmm. or a food truck. Mm -hmm. I think all of those are so cool. But the reason why I haven't done it is just because I feel like I don't have a full plan yet. Mm-hmm. And financially, I'm just not there. Yeah. And I feel like, I, you know, I just have those doubts of what if it doesn't, what if... It just doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. Yeah, I think we definitely would have to save up for that and everything. Something, it's definitely a, a plan for in the future. Um, for me, it would probably, so I was watching this documentary, documentary on Netflix and about, it's about service dogs and basically there's an organization that, um, trains, trains service dogs when they're puppies and help them, become uh, service become dogs, service dogs oh. for disabled, you know, people or kids. Mm-hmm. And I thought that we that I thought that'd be super cool to either be a part of or start my own nonprofit organization, because um, you know it's a win win. You you give back to your community and you're also working with dogs, which you know I fucking love. But I haven't done it obviously for the same reasons you have, just because it's hella money, hella planning. You need you just a lot of your time. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely a dream goal that I have. That is so cool, actually. Yeah. Oh, ever since they're puppies. I know, yeah. So, and then I was watching the documentary and it was so cute because they, they're just puppies and they're just helping people and everyone's oh. so happy. Yeah. You know what I hate though? Mm-hmm. Like every time I see a service dog, I really want to touch it. And, like, oh, yeah, I know. It, but you can't. But there's, it's just so hard. It's yeah. So cute. Yeah, they're working. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the next question is What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? I would say. The moment we got Bruce, mm-hmm. I was 16 years old, 15, 16 years old in high school, leading all the way up to now and taking care of him. Mm-hmm. So watching him grow, teaching him new tricks, training him, and just taking care of him. Yeah, I feel like that 
Teach taught you responsibility. You oh, know. for sure. He's exactly like a baby. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> um, I would say I just is just getting this job that I have now is my first. I would say big girl job benefits. Um, Yay! All of that good stuff. Um, yeah, and because my past um, jobs have just been like contracting internship jobs, so this is my first full time job. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a big accomplishment. Mm-hmm. All right. What was the next one? I didn't have it. So what do you value most in a friendship? Um, I would say definitely loyalty. I think the second one would be, I guess I have three things I really value. Um, the second one would be just not judging um, and so no, acceptance. Yeah, acceptance. Like you can't like not judging your friends for just venting to like if they have stupid, sorry, not stupid, but things that you don't think is that serious, mm-hmm. but it's serious to them. Like just no judgment and belittling their concerns when they just express how they feel about things and just being mm-hmm. there for them. And the third one would just be um, having that friendship, a friendship that doesn't need constant, you know, uh, catching up. Well, not, you like, you don't have to see, you don't have to see your friend that often for it to still be. To know that the friendship yeah. is as it's good still, as it was where you left yeah, off last time. exactly. Like, I feel like now, since we all, especially now, we are just so much older and we have other things and priorities in our lives that, you know, we we shouldn't have to worry about whether or not we still friends just because, you, you know, we're tending, yeah, we're tending to other things in our lives. So just, you know, just being close without having to be super close and just mm-hmm. knowing that, you know. No, I agree. I definitely agree, too, that values in a friendship would be loyalty, trust, mm-hmm. respect, mm-hmm. mutual love. In loyalty. Yeah. Did I say loyalty? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you did. I think those are really important. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. We're getting older now. We can't see each other every day like we used to. We Mm -hmm. can't party like we used to. Yeah. We have responsibilities. Yeah. And it just, it's good to have a friendship that understand, that both parties understand that. Mm -hmm. And they won't get butthurt if, you know, someone can't make it out just because they have other things going on so just Mm -hmm. like yeah which goes hand in hand in respect and you know acceptance good answer Mm -hmm. what is your most treasured memory (sighs) okay so this is a hard one really okay because I it's this is easy for me just because you you really do have that memory yeah (laughs) this is easy for me because I I still to this day I always think about it um it was my 24 fourth birthday and this is when I was with well my ex um uh, five years but his friends basically became my really good friends so for my 24th 24th birth 24th birthday they all surprised me at his house it was just like five of them and it was just super intimate because the lights were all the lights were off and like they're singing happy birthday to me and there was just you know, a candle with a cake, and it was just really, it was just really precious. And I don't, I don't know, it doesn't sound as treasured when I'm explaining it, but I just, I just remember clearly that moment that was, I wasn't expecting it, and that was probably like the, one of the best gifts I've ever received, mm-hmm. because you know I didn't know that they cared about me that much. 
Aww. in that way. So the fact that they took their time out to do that for me was really nice. And yeah, I miss it. That's really sweet. Yeah. What's yours? Man, that was a good one. I don't know. <laughs> I do have bad memory. Um, Treasured memory. Treasured memory. Meeting John? Meeting John for sure. Yeah. That would, man, that dude changed my life. Yeah, I would say meeting John and getting to know John. And like, he's just like, unlike any other person I've met, like not even only guy, just like person. Like this guy's like outlook and life and like views. It's just like unlike any other person I've met. Yeah. He just like is. Has a beautiful mind. Yeah, he does. He doesn't worry about anything. I mean, you can't control things. Mm-hmm. He just, every answer he has, it's like based on logic. Yeah. So I think that's why we get along so well because we're so opposite. So we complement each yeah. other in that way. Aww. So yeah, he's my favorite memory, I guess. He's your most treasured <laughs> yes. memory. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. So what's your most terrible memory? Uh, I don't get that. What's your most terrible memory? How would we remember I, it if it's terrible? Oh, no. I Because it's so terrible that you remember it. So I would say... That's like opposite of me. Things that have... Bad things that have happened, I feel like I kind of You just like, kind of push... You just yeah. kind of ignore... Yeah. I kind of don't... I mean, that's good. You can it. say that you don't have a terrible memory. I mean, that's a really... That's, I wish I did... I had that ability to just forget about it, but... Yeah. <sighs> Yours? Yeah. So, well, the first one was, well, I went on this family vacation with my parent, with my family, and I was just being like such a bitch, and I was just like throwing a tantrum, and I regret that now. Just I know you were. You're like, yeah, I was. I was the <laughs> devil. I was the fucking devil because I like didn't want to be there because all my friends were at home like celebrating New Year's, and I was uh-huh. with my family. And I was just being a brat. This is like maybe like when I was like 18. I was just, I felt so bad. Like, no, it literally looking back on it now, I like try to push that memory out because I don't like to think about it. But yeah. I really hate how I treated my parents and how ungrateful I was. Yeah. Um, but the second memory would be obviously when I got cheated on. Um, I remember when I found out, I like found out through like videos and pictures and that he was hiding from me. So that was just, also something I wish I can just forget like you do but that's probably the top two terrible memories I've had yeah I think that's just part of trauma though yeah well yeah when you've like go through trauma you kind of block that specific situation Mm -hmm. or memory out of you know your head just because it's kind of like you don't want to relive it and you Mm kind of wish that you didn't live that part of your life I think it was I think it was like that for me, trying to block it out. I did block it out for, you know, a while, right when I found out. But I think now, since I'm kind of getting used to it and over it, I, I'm okay to think about it and talk about it. But, yeah. That's good. That's growing up. That means that you acknowledge that you went through something mm-hmm. and that you're doing something to improve yourself. Yeah. And to make sure you're not going to go through that again. Yeah. That's good. Okay, if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you're now living, and why? A (laughs) hundred percent. Yeah, same here. I would be going on vacations, like, every (laughs) other day with my family. Yeah, blowing all, I would blow all my money. I would definitely eat whatever the fuck I want. Oh, yes. Yeah, just not worry, yeah. Yeah. I would definitely eat good. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't not eat healthy, good but right just now. Good. I would, yes. 
I would be eating so much ice mm-hmm. cream. I would be like taking vacations with my family. I would. I would tell people. I guess I would tell everyone that I have that I haven't told. How should I say this? I would, if I have something that I haven't told anyone specific, mm-hmm. I would tell them for sure. I find them and tell them. Um, no regrets. Having no regrets. So not naming any names, what would you tell that person? <laughs> or whoever, what would you say? Um, well, just like to friends who weren't really good friends, I would tell them, you know, my feelings about it. Because I don't, I don't think I've ever confronted a few people about how I felt about our falling out. So I would definitely confront them and let them know how I felt and how it is now. And just, you know, obviously to my ex, I'd probably say some shit too (laughs) but that's you know that was to ever happen (laughs) yeah how about you would you say would you have any unspoken feelings said to anyone um no exes just Mm -hmm. because I mean everything that was said I feel like already has been said yeah you know, like, they're in different parts of their lives, and so am I. I don't care. I don't care what they're doing. Yeah, I wish I was, you know, at that point, but... You will. Yeah, I'm not really completely over everything. But, yeah. But what would I change about how I'm living? Yeah. I would just... What, how I would change, I just, like, I guess I wouldn't be scared to do anything. Yeah, more confidence. Yeah, more confidence in the For things sure. I do. Yeah. That's a good one. Good question. Yeah. What does friendship mean to you? I think we... Didn't we? Oh. It was kind of similar to what we, yeah. number 16, what do you value most in yeah. friendship? Um, okay, well, what does friendship mean to you? Standing by me through the good and bad. Mm-hmm. Whether I'm a good person, I'm a bad person, I'm going through different situations in my life. Thank you. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> no, yeah, I, that's it. That's literally my number one thing right now with friendship is that if you're going to be annoyed or fed up with your friend's problems, even if it's, even if it's a repeated problem, like you can't, and you're just going to be that simple-minded that you can't, that you can't bother to stand by them, then it's like, all right, how are you going to ever have friends? Because not everyone's perfect, like how mm-hmm. you think you are, you know? Mm-hmm. So. No, I agree with that. But. That doesn't mean I'm not going to tell you straight. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's fine. Like, you can you can tell me anything you want, and it's always up to me if I want to listen to it or mm-hmm. not. But at least you're not going to just be defriend me or whatever, no. or break up with me just because you're fed up with that, you know? But then you would have no friends. I know. Right? Yeah, just fucking, I don't, I don't understand well, some people. Yeah, know. that's what I expect. Yeah. Or would want in a friendship. What roles do love and affection play in your life? What does that even mean? <laughs> I guess. What roles do love and affection like? It obviously. Is a, are you very. Is I'm, that a big thing in your life to have constant love and show constant hmm. affection in your life with others, like families hmm. and friends? That's how I got out of well, it. Well, I feel like. I don't know if it's just Asian culture, but my family's never said, like. I love said, you. I right? love you. Yeah, right. we do in other ways to show that we uh-huh. love each other, but it's never, never straight up like. Hey, oh, I come here, let me give you a hug. Like, no. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's important, but I don't need that constant, like, physical touch, affection, mm-hmm. or, or physical, like, or, like, having someone straight up say, like, I love you, like, you're doing good. I guess my love language is not really words of affirmation. That's probably why, but. Um, 
It's funny because I'm the opposite you need when it, it comes to love language. Not that I need oh, it, okay. but I came from the same family background, mm-hmm. right? We're Asian and that's just not how we grew up. Yeah. I don't think that's how our parents grew up. Yeah. To always be like reminding you, I love you, I love you. You should yeah. know I love you. Yeah. So I don't need to tell yeah. you. So as I grew older with John, I kind of just, I wanted to hear that yeah. because maybe I just wasn't used to it. Yeah. So it was nice to hear that constant reminder. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's just how we're, again, how we are, raised. everyone's raised, yeah. Yeah. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. So let's share three mm. things about each other. Okay. That are positive. So is Lina. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm really, a really strong person Aww. in the way you think and the way your choices are because I'm a very indecisive person because I'm always not sure of my choices but you seem you just you just you're just very strong with it like especially I just I still think about when you broke up with your boyfriend I'm just like holy shit I don't know how you did that because I can never I can never like I would always be the one breaking up with them and then going back to them but you're really strict on like not going back to them mm-hmm. you know that's really strong of you something I really matter and um I would say you're also very caring and loving um, not just, obviously not just with me and your friend, but like with your family and especially John and Bruce. Um, and you're also very loyal. So, and Aww. that's, oh, that's, you know, there's, yeah. That's so sweet. I love you. Yeah, I love you. So my positives about you would be how loving and caring you are mm-hmm. and loyal mm-hmm. and how weird you are and how weird we are with each other (laughs) i love that yeah just like only because it's so rare nowadays to like find or meet people that are weird yeah like similar personalities and humors yeah i feel like people are so kind of like shy or they they feel like they can't be weird because they're gonna get judged yeah like like, who gives a fuck yeah yeah like i want to know who you are yeah as a person i fucking agree so yeah, I'm really, really blessed to have you as one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Tams, how close and warm is your family? And do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? I would say my family is very close and warm. Um, I do feel like my childhood was happier than most other people's. I feel like my family really is really open with, um, you know, a lot of things, like, if I ever had problems, I could come to them. I know a lot of Asian families are very, like, they're not very open to where, you know, they want their kid. I mean, there's, I feel like a lot of kids don't feel that open to going to their families t- to talk about their problems. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's an Asian thing, but mm-hmm. my family was the opposite. Like, I always felt really close and able to open up to them. That's really cool. Yeah. That's one of the things I admired about you, actually. Oh, really? That you could do that. Oh. So my family, we're very close and we are warm. We're very, like, hugging people. Mm-hmm. Um, especially my sisters and I. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say yeah. that that's how it was, like, before. Yeah. You know, like, regular teenagers, just not as, like, huggy and stuff. Yeah. But now as we grew older, we are. Yeah. I feel like it was happier well, that's kind of sad. Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? I, I mean, sure. <laughs> I think you're, I, I think we're just lucky, basically, to have the family we have. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. It's not that ours is better than others. It's just we're lucky to have a We're lucky. Yeah. How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? Really good. I feel like my parents growing up were strict, Mm -hmm. but we have a way better relationship now and we're more open. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have nothing to hide from them. If Mm. I tell them I'm going to a party, if I'm telling them I'm going to hang out with this friend or that friend. They'll be, okay, bye. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's good. That's good. What about you? Um, it's, it's my, my mom is literally probably my best friend. Um, Aww. yeah, like I, I, at first, like growing up, I didn't feel that comfortable talking about a lot of things, but like now I talk about everything with her and she's also very, um, she's very smart and strong and success, successful. And that's mm-hmm. what, you know, I want to be, um, when I grow up having my own job, making my own good money mm-hmm. and yeah, she just who I look up to, and they're just really close now. Oh, I love Mama Lo. I know, I love Mama Apollonio. <laughs> okay, um, so, question number 25. I don't really get this one. <clears throat> Make three true we statements each. For instance, we are both in this room feeling... What? Cold. <laughs> Hungry. I don't know. Um, we are both in this room feeling... Happy. Happy. Productive. Productive. Excited. Excited. There you there go. You know, that's good. <laughs> Complete the sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share a house with. A house with. That's a good one. Yeah, like not just, yeah, like an actual house. Like, yeah. Yeah. Which will obviously eventually be my husband or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Or life with eventually. Ooh, mm-hmm. life. Okay. There you go. Okay. If you were if you were gonna become a close friend with your partner, please share what he or she. Let's skip this one because we already. Yeah. What? This okay. is usually for people who like actually, don't know each other. Yeah, and couples. <clears throat> okay. Tell your partner what you like about them. Be very honest. Honest this time, saying things you might not say to someone you just met. Let's skip this one. We just did this. Yeah. Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. Um, I don't. Well, I feel that's not really well. Okay. Um, I remember this one time, I think I was leaving um, Melissa, well, my friend's boyfriend's house, and his dad and his dad was there. He said, oh, bye, drive safe. Like, he lives there, right? And he said, oh, thanks, you too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those, like, ha- weird habits, like, that you just do, but it's not, like, obviously. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they're hella making fun of me for afterwards. But how about you? Same. I think I would say that. Like what you mentioned earlier about the movie theater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your movie. <laughs> you too. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's very bad. Okay, so when did you last cry in front of another person? By yourself? Mm, the last time I cried, I cried in... Excuse me. Nice one. Um... I think I cried, honestly, I think I cried by myself just thinking about, obviously, my ex and my last relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about you? But when was the last time you cried in front of another person? Oh. I don't know. I can't, I don't like crying in front of people. For me, in front of another person would be... When you... I think, maybe it was the other day when me and John were watching something on TV mm-hmm. 
I'm like such like a sap for romance now. John's like, why are you so sensitive? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. It's because I met you. Oh. I just like think everything's so lovey and dovey and I oh. cry of happy endings. Oh, that's, that's probably what. It's like, it's like good, good cry. Good, good cry. Good bad cry. Yeah. So by the other done. day. Um, by myself. I don't know. It's been a while. That's good. Which is a good thing. That's good. That's a great thing. All right. Um, tell her partner something that you like about them. Oh, already. Did you skip this? Because we already... I love just you. Love... You being yourself. I love just you being yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> this one is about, like, you know, tell your partner something that you like about them mm-hmm. already, like they just met. But we just okay. didn't just meet. Okay. Um, what, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? I, I want to say, like, mental... Like mentally disabled, mentally disabled people. I hate when people say like, "Oh, that's retarded." Mm-hmm. But it's like kind of like, bro, mm-hmm. that's not. It's not funny. Yeah, you know. Do you remember like the era, the era when everybody would say that word? Yeah, that oh, was like a thing. Retarded or oh, that's gay. Like, exactly. No one says that anymore. No. I think that now because it is a little too serious. It that's is. A good one. Yeah, I agree too. Yeah. But I also think, like, things... There's nothing that's too serious to be joked about. Like, we should always look at the positives or something. Like, yeah. For the most part. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. Some some things are also, like... Yeah. <laughs> if, okay. If you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what, what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them yet? Mmm... My regret would be not saying I love you to my family, mm-hmm. friends, yeah. Yeah, that would be my regret. Like, no what about yours? Hmm, let's see. If I were to die this evening, no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? Yeah, I would say, like, basically to my parents, like, Thank you for everything. I just hope you know that my, you know, whatever, what for whatever reason why I died tonight, I had a good life because mm-hmm. m- it's mainly because of you guys. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, being thankful. But I haven't told them yet because I guess we just don't do that. Yeah. We just don't do that. I don't know. It's just, like a, like That's a, just part of their culture. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Now, question number 34. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? Hmm. Damn, I I only think about saving my pets. So you already saved all your loved ones and pets. Is there like an item that you would go back for? Not really, because I feel like everything everything else is replaceable. I mean, maybe pictures, mm-hmm. but even then, like, I don't know, everything is, everything is replaceable, not like, <clears throat> unlike, you know, my family or my pets, so, well, how about you? If I was at my parents' house still, I would want to go back and save their, um, photo albums. Mm, okay. I love looking at those, and I don't, those can't be replaced. Yeah. You know? So that's what I would go back for. I remember, I remember, I, we, I went to a Chinese, or I went to a Christian school, um, elementary Christian school, and this question was brought up, and everyone had to say, the Bible. 
<laughs> everyone had to. Well, like, it's like... It's Expected. Looked, yeah, it's looked down upon if you don't say the fucking Bible. They're like, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, you had to say Bible to leave, because that was like the question you had to mm-hmm. answer before to go home, and just like, everyone just said Bible. I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. But yeah, and I'm not. <laughs> okay, of all the people in your family, whose whose death would you find the most disturbing, and why? This is weird. I don't know. This question's kind of weird to me. I don't. I don't know. I really don't know who I would say. What would you say? Um, well, not that I want to jinx or anything. Yeah. But probably just someone. I don't know. My family that is young and healthy, and they just died unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say names because then that would be too specific to Jinx or if that just leave happened. it at yeah, that. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> All right, so we are down to our final and last question, number 36. And we have a special guest, John. <laughs> so we brought him in just so he could add another value of insight of our problems. And hopefully he could help us answer them. So our last question is, share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how how you seem to be feeling about the problem Mm -hmm. you have chosen. So Tam, you want to go first? Okay, so my question is probably work-related, career-related, and I've just been having trouble finding the confidence in... Um, the work I do and just knowing that what I'm doing work is the right thing to do and just being, taking that initiative and finding ways to prove myself at work. Mm-hmm. So John, how would you, uh, what advice can you give me so I can better myself in that area? Uh, <clears throat> one thing that I learned at work is that there's, it's, it's better to do something and and have a manager tell you that it's wrong rather than to not do anything at all. Because when you do something, it, at least you're showing initiative and you're like, oh, I feel like this is a good vision for the future and this is good for uh, the company as a whole. Whereas if you don't do anything and you have your manager tell you what to do, it's more, it's, it, it gives the impression that, oh, Tammy's lazy, she doesn't have initiative to do anything. So, so lately at work, that's, that's something that I've been practicing. Like I, before when my manager tells me to do anything, I'll, I'll do something even if he doesn't ask. And if it's wrong, he'll tell me to like, do something do, do it better next time or the right way to do it but if not then I just get some praise and some brownie points and I get closer to a promotion so but what if you're still trying to figure out the ropes and you're still learning things how do I show that that how do I show like I, it's like I don't I just don't know what to do do and like no like ask to do more like just I don't know how to what's the right like how? What should you be doing? Yeah. To take more initiative. Yeah, because I don't because I'm still new at this role, so I just don't know what what's the right questions to ask and what's the right things to ask more of. And yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, maybe after a year, then then my advice will apply. But for now, it, it still applies, but like just a fraction of it. Like yeah, you don't know what to do, mm-hmm. and you don't know the right things to do. But it doesn't mean you can't start taking initiative. You have multiple teams at work, you have a workload of things mm-hmm. that your boss assigns to you. So I don't know, something that I would do is I would, I would finish my work in a timely manner, even faster than what my boss asks me to do. So if my boss asks me to finish something by Wednesday, I'll finish it by Tuesday or Monday. And then after that, I'll ask them, hey, um, is there anything I can take off your hands so you can focus on what you need to do? Uh, just basically asking your boss for, for more work, like more torture. The more, the more torture, <laughs> the, better. You, the better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's <laughs> a good answer. Yeah. 
Okay, so my problem is um, in regards to dealing with anxiety. So I get anxious when around a big group of people, people that I don't know. So I kind of, whether that's like stuttering or I just like, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of Like just, social anxiety. Yeah, I get like, social anxiety. I feel like I'm not good of a talker. I don't know how to make conversations well, even though it might seem like I am, but <laughs> I'm totally freaking out inside. Like, yeah. how do you... What advice would you give to a person Ooh. dealing with anxiety? That and also just in social settings and in the work setting too. Because mm-hmm. work, you know, work and social, work and social is like different. yeah, they come hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty funny because I, I actually grew up very very shy and sheltered and not able to talk to people too much and very bullied. <laughs> but I think I think around the time that I got around that was in high school. And what I learned was that I'm really good at making people laugh. And when people laugh at me, it gives me a sense of joy. Not laugh at me. Well, mm-hmm. I guess laugh at me and laugh with me. But I'm, I'm pretty comedic as a person. So throughout my years, I, I use humor to cover up my shyness. So mm-hmm. I'll like show up to a group that I don't know. Like my friends are introducing me to mutual friends and I'll just try to act stupid or like I'll try to act, <laughs> I'll try, I try to act funny. Not, not like stupid, stupid, but like so, something to like... Icebreaker. So what if you're not funny? <laughs> That's unfortunate. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm joking. No, but like I, even even now to this day, like when I it, when I'm not trying to be funny and I meet a new group of people and I I do have that kind of small sh- social anxiety, um, I'll start off with like you know like the little the little small talk questions. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a good way to like break in like like not like oh how's the weather or like like um. <laughs> How's your day going? But like, yeah. like ask like the more intriguing questions, like like, oh, what school do you go to? What do you study? Like, mm-hmm. what are your interests? And really, like those three questions, and even more, will like eventually lead you to like a whole bunch of other questions you can ask, mm-hmm. and that'll kind of start um, start a conversation. Like maybe ask finding like a common um, thing between you guys, and just mm-hmm. start from there. Yeah, when I met Tammy at the club and started talking to her about music, she told me she didn't like J Cole, and we got into like a really long discussion. <laughs> about Tammy, that. you don't like J Cole? Oh shit. Why? I don't okay, I don't not not like him. I'm just not as into his music. Yeah. Okay. Mm-mm. That's fair enough. Mm-mm. We gotta get you to a concert. I went to I've been to already. We, we went to I saw you at J. Cole. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? You don't like J. Cole? Who'd you okay. go with, by the way? I went with Sean and Christine. Okay. But I was like blacked out drunk. I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah. But I don't not not like J. Cole. I just not haven't as, had a reason to really. Like, yeah, him like him. he's cool, but like, I don't hate him. I just yeah, you know, I feel cool. it. I feel it. Yeah, I mean, just talking, talk like when you first meet a group. Like, of course, it's gonna be like you don't know anyone, and you're gonna be yeah. hella shy. But but the more you start talking to people, like just start talking to one person first, and then that goes mm-hmm. on to two people and three people, and then afterwards, everyone's gonna start contributing, and you'll feel more at home. That's that's from my experience yeah. at least. It's good advice. And then for for workplace. Um. I mean, again, it's with the small talk, right? I mean, at work, at least you have professional and work-related things to talk about. Like, if you go to the kitchen, like, ask them how their weekend was, and then just kind of key off of that and just let them know what you did. And then if they ask you something, like, it'll just start a back-and-forth conversation with, you know, what you did, what they did, what they're interested in, and it'll kind of break the ice. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like if you're at a workplace where the culture is very quiet and people don't really talk, then it is hard. But if you really do want to break that ice, then you're going to have to be the one to who does it. Yeah. Nice. Good advice. Thank you. So, what's your problem? Do you have a personal problem? <laughs> Do you need advice on? I have no passions in life. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have hobbies. I'm into photography, videography. I'm into gymming, but it's none of them is something that I can say that I'll I'd quit my job to pursue. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that mainly comes from me being sheltered as a kid. Mm-hmm. 
So. I think, well, I mean, I think you should just start doing different things, dabble into different things that you might like, even though it might be really random, but you might turn out to like it. You just just go out and try new things. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And then just keep doing it. And one day, what if you get famous? And that's <laughs> literally your job, right? Doing what you love. Yeah, you just got to be, you have to be open to experiencing new things. And even if you don't think you like it, you, know, you just never know. So. And open to failure. Yes. Oh, that's scary. I'm always scared of failing. Everyone is. Well. But you just gotta do it. Yep. Alright, guys. So that wraps up our 36 questions of getting to know your best friend, falling in love with your best friend. So, Tammy, how'd you feel about that? It was fun. I learned a lot more about you. And I feel like you learned a lot more about me. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And these are actually really good questions. So if you guys ever want to practice not practice or ask these questions to your mm-hmm. partner or even your best friend it'd be really good really good questionnaire yeah and it's not only with someone you don't know you could do it with people that you do know yeah and just, have known for so many years like you never know you yeah. might find out new things about each other yeah so john thank you for answering our 36 yeah, question you. how'd you feel about that i was even chipotle before that was pretty deep <laughs> Too deep. We literally we just disturbed the man like now that. Now everyone knows I have no passions in life. <laughs> well guys, thank you so much for listening and tune in for our next episode. Bye guys.